So you got a shiny new RV or even a new to you RV and there's lots to learn, lots to know, but if you're on the road, you may not know how to tweak a device, fix a system. Uh, maybe your AC's on the fritz. Maybe you have an electrical problem. Maybe it's something's going on with plumbing. What do you do? Well, I don't know. If you knew the basics about it, you could troubleshoot the basics. Mm-hmm. But how do you learn that? You know what? I've seen the manuals. There's not enough information. You can't learn it there. We are going to talk to the Texas RV professor at the National RV Training Academy right here in Texas. He's going to tell us about a bunch of different programs that they have at this really neat school. And some of them are just for you, the consumer, to kind of learn about your RV and be able to take care of it whenever you need. Plus, he's just a really fun person to talk to. I mean, where do you hear about these bathrooms? Have you ever had a seemingly simple repair for your RV, but you just don't know where to start or you didn't have the confidence? You need to know about the National RV Training Academy. They provide training and hands-on skill building opportunities for both RV owners and service centers alike. They have options for everybody, even if you can never make it to the school. You can literally get their training on a USB and have the knowledge to maintain or repair any system you're rolling with. Right now, you can get 10% off when you order their home study course on USB or as an instant download by using the code RVSmallTalk at checkout. You'll have the best resource right there when you travel. No Wi-Fi or data needed. Go to nrvta.com and click on the basic training home study course under the list of courses they offer and use the promo code RVSmallTalk. You have so much info at your fingertips. Thank you for being a friend. So Lindsay's been on this kick all day today (laughs) in this little bitty office of singing the earworm song, theme song, of the Golden Girls. Uh, Well, did they have an RV? I don't recall a single episode, but I guarantee you I didn't watch no, all the they, episodes. They only went from the kitchen to the living room to the porch. That's that's all that's well, the only place. Then they went. you need to start singing I Love Lucy because they had a travel trailer. In that one movie. Well, you know, hey. Ooh, favorite movies with RVs. I don't know. I'm back to the goal. I think I'm Blanche. I think I've figured it out. I'm Blanche. <laughs> You're owning that, aren't you? I mean, it's recorded. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, wasn't Blanche the the floozy? The, <laughs> I was going to use another so, word. But you are so far from that, Clint. I know that just does not fit. That's what makes it funny. I know you're our backwoods guy. Uh, yeah. Oh, well. Backwoods techie guy. That's an awesome combination. I don't backwoods know backwoods techie floozy. Yeah, in that sense, I don't think any of the personalities on Golden Girls actually fits me at all. I don't no. think they fit any of us. You're either like really mean or you're a floozy or you're stupid. A, stu- a space cadet? I, that's, okay, space cadet. Yes, I'm sorry, Betty White. But that's me. I'm a space cadet. I mean, she was very due to do in that show. <laughs> well, I could be B because she's just bossy. I'm not going to argue. She's mean. Yeah. She's just bossy. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Moving on. Ignoring that comment. It's been so crazy around here. It's like the aftermath from the show is just yeah. blown so up. We are recording this section at the very beginning of March, meaning we got through a crazy February and it was is a little bit more. There's more activity here than I expected for February. 
well, we are way up from last year as far as the activity that we've seen, not only in service, but in sales. And, you know, after all of the reports at the end of 2019, talking about uh, talking about how they felt like the shipments were off, things were going down the last quarter of last year kind of dropped a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, the shipments have actually picked up the first quarter of this year, mm-hmm. and they are s- certainly outdoing the same period in 2019. The dealerships seem to be doing well. I think the warm weather may have had something to do with it. You know, everybody talks about how terrible it's going to be this year uh, with the election. That right. always hurts business just a little bit. We have the coronavirus, uh, you know, all kinds of things. The stock market's been a little crazy with all this. Mm-hmm. I think if anything, the coronavirus should boost RV sales, right? What do you think? You know, let, like, let's get out of here. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's go to the woods. Escape. Yeah. Uh, well, also, maybe you don't want to, you know, eat in restaurants and, you know, stay in a hotel. Yeah. You want to go out and camp. You're not going to see as many people, be in contact with as many strangers. It makes strangers. sense to me. Yeah. You'd have your own space to live in. And That's it. Everybody come shower. to the trailer. We can stop this virus together. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> <laughs> By everyone going camping, probably. Let's all camping go grounds. camping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I think we heard about in the very beginning of the year, the first shows in the nation were actually doing surprisingly well. And mm-hmm. then we were like, well, what is it going to mean for us at our show that we did right over Valentine? week right um right and i i would say that it was it felt good it felt successful it yes. felt very well attended and the conversations were excellent our show was amazing we could not actually have in-depth conversations with everybody who wanted to talk with mm-hmm. us we put every person that we knew that knew anything out there clint you and Lindsay were talking to people i was talking to people we had a rep for every product and we were all busy almost all the time. And Clint, you know, when we're talking to customers, it has to be busy. That's, That's true. right. <laughs> That's he true. just like, we threw everybody out there. We put everybody <laughs> out there the to barrel. start talking. <laughs> Get them no. out there. <laughs> no, 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 no. You guys know your stuff. We all do. But, uh, uh, you know, it's just interesting. We have all the indications of all the excuses of why business should be off a bit. And for us, it's just not so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, my hat's off to all those people who are looking at campers, looking at trailers, and planning on getting out and having some fun this year. Well, the fact of the matter is, and, and it never changes, it always comes up in one way or another, going out, camping, exploring, traveling is good for you. And people are, who are trying to escape all the political stuff, people who are just trying to do healthy things in 2020, this going RVing and camping fits Yes, and it solves so, every problem you have, really. Well, it it gets, certainly gives you an escape <laughs> yeah. from a problem, maybe. But uh, so maybe yeah. that's that's part of what's what's feeding this is that there's so much overload from the the normal things in life that this is the healthy outlet, and I and I'm, I'm I applaud it. This is the healthy outlet that people are seeking for themselves and for for their families. Well, I sure hope that's true. Uh, you know, there's no doubt that the warm weather will help us. If if we were, you know, six feet in snow mm-hmm. and had a really heavy winter, a lot of people did last year. Um, you know, we're not going to be in snow here. We're too far south, but a lot of people were. Uh, 
spring just came a little early. We've had some bouts of good weather. We got blue bonnets already popping up. I know. I have blue I bonnets in my them. backyard. You do? I do. So exciting. So, yeah. I mean, spring is here, but people are ready. People are just yeah. ready. Uh, it's It's been a great season so far, and I think the new products have helped us, too. Mm-hmm. There's some new things on the market. It's it's just tons of fun right now. So a little speculation, maybe just just question what you think. Uh, since there is, you know, a lot of strife going around worldwide with the coronavirus that everyone's got on their minds, how do you think that's going to affect getting parts and things like that for us as a dealership and shipping or maintenance and things like that? I think we'll see some of that, you know, and that's inevitable. Uh, I think, you know, from the other side of the world, parts and OEM things that are coming this way, you know, there are certain things that are just hard to get. You know, yesterday I went to go buy a new iPhone. Yes, I got. I have to advertise. I was so excited. I am kind of a frugal person. And I went and bought the new iPhone 11 Pro Max, the really big one. Mm -hmm. I do so much on my phone and I'm doing so much traveling. I, I really wanted it just to make my life easier. Mm-hmm. Anyway, point of the story, everybody sold out and they say they haven't gotten shipments in a few weeks. So uh, I got the very last one in Georgetown, Texas. Oh. The very last one. They said, what color do you want? I said, does it matter if there's only one? <laughs> True. And uh, they dug around. They called a few other stores. There was one left. So... Uh, They said, we don't know when we're going to get any more. I think we're going to see some of that in the RV industry. Okay. But they're going to also, I mean, for all indications are we're going to drop the interest rate another hair. Gosh, that really helps as well. Mm -hmm. So so we have things that should be really hurting business. So far, we're holding out. Um, I, I, I hope it just keeps going. Yeah. And you know, another thing that I like about what we're specifically doing here is that we're just staying busy working with our community since we're always so relational here and we work, we love our customers and our, our rally goers and all that. Yeah. I think that that keeping that going uh-huh. keeps the mood up, the spirits up, it builds the community and it, and it just keeps us going. It's like the levity that just kind of carries us. Yeah, I, I think it's a lot like customers that travel, you know, they plan a trip and then you look forward to it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to Big Bend. You guys are looking at planning trips for this spring. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have something to look forward to. I hear that a lot with the customers here as well. Uh, a lot of people plan their first trip at our rallies, you know, our rallies that are in May. Mm-hmm. You can see them on our website at princesscraft.com. Just hit events. No, you just go to texastinytrailerrally.com or texastruckcamperrally.com. Listen to the rally expert. So a lot of people take, take that as their jump off point. But wow, this year it's March and there's lots of of great weather between now and then. Right. And we talked about it very briefly. Flowers in Texas, before the rallies hit up, you know, in late May, the flowers in Texas are already going to be in massive full bloom. Yeah, we always look for mesquite trees. Mm-hmm. And if the mesquite mm-hmm. trees start budding, then we're in spring. Yeah. Yeah. We're ready to go. Get out there and go camping. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I, I've been very encouraged with the beginning of this year, and the past few weeks have been super fun here. Yeah. Lindsay? <laughs> no, the first thing I think about is, oh, my God, I would, I want to go camping really soon. 
But wait, I'm trying to potty train my two-year-old. I don't want to go camping and potty train at the same time. How am I going to do that? Oh, I don't know. Should I bring a portable potty? Yeah. Take a camper with a potty. How about a, yeah, how about a little um, porta potty? Yeah, or a Home Depot bucket. Right, that's what I'm thinking, with like a toilet seat on yeah. it. Yeah, that would work. I mean, I guess accidents and a big in the wild bag. are better than accidents in mm-hmm. my house. Mm-hmm. That's right. And then a big garbage bag, so when she has soil clothes, you just throw them in the garbage bag. All right. I'm it's ready. like a giant diaper pail. I mean, you could go this weekend. All right. <gasps> oh, no, you can't go this weekend because we don't have a all of horizon. our trailers are rented. <laughs> Uh, Everything wah, is rented wah. this weekend. I know someone. We can make something available. I'll just have to make a new one or bring a new one, make a new one. I'll just have to bring a new one. Yep. Anyway. We are fully booked this weekend. Yes. I am ready to go camping. Feeling good after our last camping trip. I'm not sure if I want a boondock, but I mean, the weather's, yeah. Yeah. I want a boondock go because to, it's yeah. not hot yet. Yeah. So why not boondock when you can? <laughs> we need another boondock weekend. Yeah, but like, I just want to go camping. Just don't right. advertise it. We'll just go. Yeah, I don't want to go camping with other people. Now, when you go camping, if something goes wrong. Like a bear? Like a bear. Um, <laughs> and, and Are you going to get out your manual to see what to do with a bear? Yeah. I think even in a bear situation, you should say, hold on, bear. Let me whip out my USB drive with this information on how to repair my trailer <laughs> from the National RV Training Academy. Boy, the bear would be so impressed. He would whip out his glasses and sit next to me with his big bear paws. Yeah. 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 Like, show me. Yeah. (laughs) In light of that, how about we take a small break and then let's actually jump into that conversation. Was that your segue? Was that your attempt at a segue? Well, before we jump into this really fun interview, we sat down with Terry Cooper, the Texas RV professor at the Austin RV Expo a couple weeks ago, and it was a fun, raucous environment. You're going to hear some background noise, but we had so much fun and we learned so much and we really get behind the work that Mr. Cooper does, the Texas RV professor that is. We get behind the work that they do. Let's dive right in. We're here with Terry Cooper. We wanted to talk to him. He, I don't know, you're not only really smart, but you're in charge of something really cool here in Texas. And you have a moniker. What do, what, what do the colloquial folk call well, you? Well, let me just say it's not Terry. Terry's a sissy name. Okay, so it's just uh, Cooper or the Texas RV professor. Oh, I'm there sorry. Is, yeah. the hey, Texas. Don't, don't worry. Uh, Clint can cut that out of the podcast but he won't (laughs) but he won't all right i've been corrected cooper don't take it personal now i'm not no not at all so now that we have your name your actual name your moniker and how you're known tell us how you got to where you are and what you currently do and why we keep on hearing your name well i'm a master tech but we also run the national rv training academy we are the only training facility west of the Mississippi River. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That makes you the best training Absolutely. facility I'm pretty sure. west <laughs> of the Mississippi. Well, you know, you always have to have the uh, the goals, the, 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 what do they call that, where you always put it on the wall and you talk about yourself. And say, a this mantra? Is a, we will be and are the premier training facility. And Lady E told me earlier today that she had to close off the school, the enrollment for the classes that start Monday. We've already maxed out. 
So wow. we're, we're having to move the class out wow. of the classroom, out of the service base. So that way we can do class. And she said, I'd already closed it down. I had this guy calling. Can you put just one more in there? So she said, we're going to push them in. And what is the class on Monday that starts? This particular class is the RV maintenance course. Okay. Is that the most popular one? It is because this is kind of the core. It's kind of like when you went to college. Remember how you, everybody was in the I same I don't remember age? college very well. <laughs> <laughs> this course is really the, the core. It's the foundation. Okay. And it's the same foundational class if you were going to be a mobile tech, if you're going to be a dealer tech, a consumer, or RV inspector. Everybody takes that same class because you need to know how these RVs work. And you need to understand that these things have got three electrical systems, got propane, water. I mean, it's a city on the wheels. I mean, really, that's all it is. If you really think about it, isn't it? It's a yeah, city on wheels. Yeah, absolutely. So if I just bought a brand new RV, I'm new to the business, or I've had three of them, and you know, I bought one that's fancier, got more stuff on it, I could sign up for your class, and in five days of your class, I would learn all about how it works, what to look for if I get have a problem, and I would understand everything, right? Well, I won't say you understand everything, because these things have got well, a lot of units okay. on them, but you're right. But and, it's and, a good starting point. And yes. you know, what we find is, is that we have people come from all walks of life. So, I mean, we have mm -hmm. engineers. And here's the crazy thing. We've had funeral directors. What? Yeah. Funeral Why? directors. Why? But you know what? They make. Well, they can RV too. Well, they do. But you well, know what? I find, <laughs> I find a funeral director are, make fabulous RV inspectors. They're so methodical. They don't miss anything. Oh. They don't that, miss anything. Wow. So it's a career change for them, maybe. Oh, yeah. Never knew that. Yeah. They're, they're usually wound that. pretty tight. Yeah. Is that a good? Is that okay to use that term? So do they yeah. have, like engineers? Are they sensitive to yes. formaldehyde or off gassing? You know, <laughs> that's a funeral yeah. director joke. <laughs> is there such a thing as a funeral director joke? Well, now there is. I guess so. I, I would say any of any You're joke ridiculous. that can get a funeral director to laugh kills. Oh God! Oh, slays okay. them. Meanwhile, You're not even getting, no. Uh, I just don't back even at the know ranch. what to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this class starts on Monday. It's already full. How often do you have these classes? We'll do a rotation every week, every eight weeks. Okay. Yeah, so it comes around. And what we've done is we've set it up to where you'll come through that first core class, and from there, people will go in different directions. We'll have some folks say, hey, I'm going to go ahead and take the other four maintenance classes, so they'll do... You know, a week of air conditioners, a week of refrigerators, a week of furnaces, water heaters, and then a week of what we call the exteriors. That's slide outs, roofs, running gear, and things like that. Other people will pair off and say, no, I'm going to become an RV inspector. So they'll spend another week getting involved with the software, how to scope an RV, what okay. to do. What does an RV inspector do? They inspect And what do RVs. they inspect? Well, thank you, Lindsay. But but do I go, do, do consumers pay me to inspect it? Does the government pay? Who pays an inspector? Our biggest client are people that are buying used off of one of the national trade magazines. And it's, and here's the thing about it. I didn't realize it until some folks with the extended service agreement company told me, they said, did you realize that over 60% of the used units never have a chance to go through a dealership? So the dealer tech never has a chance to put eyes on it. Right. And so what they're doing is these people are selling from one individual to another. Mm -hmm. And so there's some issues sometimes. People okay. don't always there's tell There's gaps them. in maintenance that nobody's catching. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And people always think their unit's worth more than what it 
Well, of oh, it's course. in better yeah. condition than they ever thought it was. Yeah, it is so, so true. true. You know? it, everything works perfectly. Oh, Five years ago, it's last practically time I used brand it. new. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so it's like new. I mean, don't you guys run into that all the time when somebody wants to do oh, a trade in? It's not like, oh, this is, this is a cream puff. And they bring it, they say, we haven't, we've only used it three times. And I'm like, but it's five years old. And they bring it in. It's been sitting in underneath a maple tree. Yeah. It's <laughs> covered in but sap. You, you and understand mold. that as well because, yeah, it seems crazy to us from that side but coming from the other side you know when you have something especially when you spend a lot of money on it you kind of do have that attachment and you feel yes. like it's worth more because you have more attached to it when in well, reality it's only worth what somebody's going to pay for it mm -hmm. so it's always great to have somebody come in so do i just google rv inspector you can. Okay, so there, how do you find them? There's actually an association called, called the National RV Inspectors Association. Looky there. National RV Inspectors Association. Uh -huh. So we always say they, they are home inspectors for RVs. Okay, cool. And we run into some situations occasionally that there's some fraud involved. We had a lady call from California one time, and she had a guy that had a classy motorhome that he'd sent her all these pictures, and it was a really a, supposed to be a beautiful unit, and he was in Florida. And he said... You know, I want X amount of dollars for it, but you're going to have to give me 50% down because I've got several other people looking at it. And this woman called and said, I'd like to get an inspection. Do you have anybody in Florida? And I said, well, let's take a look. So we went to the locator on the, on the website, the NRVI mm -hmm. website, mm -hmm. and sent a guy out there. The technician or the inspector sent us pictures. And it's like, there is no way this thing is. The guy, the, the lady had rented an RV site for it to be plugged up into all the utilities. Mm -hmm. This guy wouldn't do it. The inspector got there and the guy had gotten on the roof and taken a spray gun and sprayed black paint on the roof. Oh. And he didn't even mask off anything. So he just put a cardboard box oh. of the air conditioner. So it had all these white things. And then when you're standing out here and looking in front of this Class C motorhome, over the driver's over the driver's seat, he had taken a Florida Gator sticker and covered a hole where it looked like somebody punctured it. Wow. And then he put a Gator... <laughs> A oh gator my god! It's like a horror story. <laughs> oh, that is like nightmare deluxe, it right? Was. Well, and then when the the inspector said, "You know, it's ready to hook up the water," like I said, "No," and he took pictures. Have you ever looked at all those old houses that they had all of that cheesecloth and wallpaper on the walls, and you see all the water stains? Yeah. That's what that's what it looked like. Oh my gosh! And then he opened one of the compartment doors underneath the the shower, and the bathtub was literally coming through the floor, literally. <laughs> And had all that old moldy, mossy stuff growing on the floor. So he bought it, right? Well, he, he, <laughs> he was trying to this. This guy was trying to sell it. So the gentleman, after about an hour and a half, he told the inspector, "It's time for you to go." And he said, "Well, I hadn't finished." He said, "Oh yes, you have," because he was taking all kinds of pictures, making all kinds of notation. So the inspector called and said, "Guys, I don't know what to do." He I said, didn't even finish. Yes. Yeah. So called the lady in California. She said, "I don't understand." He said, "Well, let us send you some pictures." send the VIN number. She said, are you sure this is the same unit? And they said, ma'am, this is the same VIN number that you gave us. And there's the picture of it. Mm -hmm. And so like she told us, she said, if I had sent that man that $15,000 down payment, do you think I'd have got my money back? No, mm. no. Well, we found out later from that, that park that this guy, this is an ongoing scam for him. Mm. And he was just staying ahead of the attorney general there in the state of Florida, just barely staying ahead of him. So you hear that kind of stuff and you just think, right. come on, people. Wow. I never even thought about that. So if you're going to buy used from a individual I, yeah. instead of a dealership, get get an inspector. Well go worth it. Go to the... What, uh, 
remind me again what the website is or the, where I can find it. The National RV National Inspector Association. RV Inspector Association. Dot org. Oh, cool. And, and it's what you do with a used car, what you should do with That's a used true. car. Is take it to a mechanic. But if it's go, if you're buying used through a dealership, then it's probably had some semblance of service department eyes on it. A salesperson sure. has maybe looked through it upon check-in. So there you have one line of defense there. If you trust your dealership, yeah, you should be right. fine. Mm-hmm. But all the all the Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, RV Trader, and whatever forms you, else you might find something used on, there's that's no right. line of defense unless you bring that line of defense in with you. Right. And that's where there's so much value there for an RV inspector. Mm-hmm. Well, but like I said, you know, when that extended service company told me, he said, you know, 60% of the units that are being sold, the used ones, never go through a dealership. So, mm-hmm. you know, whether people realize that or not, that dealership is giving you that line of defense because that dealership's not going to put it on the line. They've got too much to risk. That's Their right. Reputation. And you have a place to right. take it back to exactly. and say, this doesn't work. Exactly. And so, but the individual that's selling and yeah. an individual that's buying, there is no protection. That's right. Yeah. So right an away. inspector is a great idea. How many inspectors do you train? I mean, do you get a certificate? How does that work? They do, and they also get the certification. There's two different levels. Okay. A level one, and a level one inspector would be somebody we would call, they just are VIN verifier. Okay. So if a bank is going to loan money, many times the banks will call and say, hey, I need somebody to go put eyes on this thing. Make sure it really is worth that and many times they'll give them a little short checklist i need you to turn on the air conditioner makes it work you know run the yeah. engine make sure the belts are yeah. squeaky. okay that's okay. Sort of thing. so that's a level that one kind of thing mm-hmm. a level two it takes it takes a little bit more time to get that but a level two inspector they're the ones that are going to go out there and do the full-fledged inspection mm-hmm. and it's nothing unusual for an inspector to go out there and he may he or she may take 500 600 photos in a report that maybe only has 75 or 100 of them because you always want more photos than you're going to ever, ever hope to need. Right. Because so, it's just like inspecting a house when you buy it. Exactly. Same thing. Exactly. Right. Now, in, in that report, there's going to be four levels. There's life safety. There's major concerns, minor concerns, and items worth mentioning. Life safety means something like, you got a propane leak. Or every okay. time you touch the door handle, you wet your pants. You know, they got an electrical <laughs> issue. <laughs> well, we run into those, you know? Uh, that's so funny. I okay. need an inspector. That's not funny. That's scary. <laughs> yeah. It's terrifying. Okay. All right. Yes, you're right. And a little funny. Yeah. <laughs> Although well, it only happened once. <laughs> well, there's some stories that talk about, you know, we've lost puppies. Put their paw oh, up on the stop, 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 stop. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Okay. This is a it was funny. Funny. subject. It was funny. Are there enough inspectors out there or are we trying to catch up? We are so far behind. Right now we're sitting at right about 500, trying to take care of the whole country. And really what we need is about 1,800. So being an RV inspector is a good idea at this point. All right. Anybody that wants a career change. Or, or here's, an, do you see high school students going, hey, you know what? I hear there's a need. I might be able to make a, a living w- with this. Is this kind of one of those routes? I have. But I'll tell you who I really find is usually a grandfather or a father will bring the son or grandson along and they'll go together. Oh, cool. Okay. Now, we, very cool. we also have a lot of couples that work together because mm-hmm. usually in a, in a couple, one of them is more computer literate because you've always got the software mm-hmm. and then one of them is maybe more technical. Mm-hmm. And so they work as a pair. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, of course, you oh, can do it solo. Cool. But I tell you what we find also is ladies. Ladies make sometimes the best inspectors because they're very detail-oriented. That's right. And, you know, if you train them to do it a certain way, they don't deviate from it because they know the repercussions if it's not right. Because we're smart. (laughs) 
Yes, yes, that's right. <laughs> that's that's what you meant that. to say. So uh, you train RV inspectors, but you do other classes too. Who else do you train at your school? Mobile techs. Mobile techs. Mobile okay. Techs. So you can learn how to work on RVs. Mm-hmm. What is exactly. something? Start like, your own business. What's and the learn process be of becoming an RV tech? Well, obviously the first class, the RV maintenance, and then okay. from there they, they will progress on to the other classes, the advanced classes. I used to teach at Texas, Texas State Technical College in Waco, and one of the things that I found real quick is that most of the people that are technical are hands-on learners. Correct. Now, they may be able to read, and they do a good job of it, and maybe good into video, but they don't always retain the information as well as we'd like them to until they start putting their until hands on it. Until they do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the more that you can give the hands-on, particularly to the adult learner, the quicker mm-hmm. they pick it up. Because what we find is, is this adult learner comes to us and they have all these islands of knowledge. You know, they've been trained in this field and they've got some life experiences here. You know, maybe they've been divorced. Oh, well, they really learned something there, you know, all these <laughs> other things. But what happens is, is that when they come, what we do is we try to help them tie some of those islands of knowledge together to cause that light bulb to come on. And when you do that, all of a sudden, this past knowledge they have, all of a sudden, it just ties everything together. And they move forward at a much rapid. And everything makes mm-hmm. sense. It does. And you have that at your school, correct? You have hands-on. You have actual RVs that they can take apart and put back together and Absolutely. practice on. Did you guys know that your owner donated a travel trailer to the National RV Training Academy? PJ. Yes, she did. That that sounds very PJ, actually. That yeah. sounds like something you would do. Well, <laughs> well, I can tell you, that RV gets taken apart once every eight weeks that is wow. so cool it is so. and it's also new once every six and that unit's perfect for the for the roof so when the inspectors are doing the roof inspections mm-hmm. i mean when you've got 30 people in the class you can't get 30 people up on the roof so what we have there at the school is a catwalk and so all the students line up alongside the rail and then we have these gopro cameras and we and the instructors He's by himself on that roof, and he's demonstrating certain things, areas, and problems that have been created on that roof. Mm-hmm. Takes that GoPro camera, and they shoot that signal to a big screen television. So everybody can see it. Everybody can see. Perfect. Tell us about your facility. It's really amazing what you have built there. And how did that come about? Give us the synopsis of how you ended up with this facility in a campground. Lady E, my wife and I, had been traveling uh, we'd spent eight years traveling around the country. I had left the college. You ever have a job where you just burned out? You just yeah. didn't? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I had gotten that point. I had literally gotten to the point where I just, I won't say I despised the job, but I sure didn't like it anymore. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. she told me, she said, if you could do anything you want to do, what would you like to do? I said, I'd like to, try, I'd like to travel, I'd like to teach. So what we did is we would travel across the country. Okay. We'd start in the lower states where it's warmer in the winter and travel up north when it got warmer. And we begin to do things and so what we found was is that at some of these rv parks where we would go in we would rent say 25 rv sites for our students and then we would rent maybe uh, a meeting room or someplace yeah well as we begin to make this circuit we'd come back the next year and it was becoming more and more difficult to find a park because many of these rv parks are being purchased by these big investment companies yes so they're changing mm-hmm. the whole dynamic so right. no longer were they rent to you by the week no no you've got to sign up for six months yeah. or a year so what'd you do? Well, after a couple of little mishaps, I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to do troubleshooting, holding an umbrella in the pelting rain, pelting snow. And seriously, we <laughs> have done true. that. That's true. I mean, if anybody could do it, I think you could, but it doesn't mean it's fun. 
I mean, you feel like a clown juggling biscuits. Let me tell you, it's, it's <laughs> a clown juggling biscuits. And I actually have you ever seen that? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I actually okay. have your website up right now. I'm scrolling through, and and actually, I'm also live streaming it. So they're. Okay. I hope I'm not scrolling too fast, but anyways, just so everyone has an idea of what your website is, if they're they're looking for it, it has your courses and all that. Um, this is a good looking website. But I want to hear the end of the story. I'm How sorry. did you get I'm to sorry. the, the school? <laughs> well, we found an RV park in Athens, Texas. Okay. And this gentleman needed to sell it. Gone through a divorce, mm-hmm. needed to sell it. So we sit down and talk with him, we, and we shared with him what we want to do. There had been other offers, other situations, and we just laid it out. And said, "Look, our plan is we need an RV park to have a place for people to stay while they go to school." And I said, "This per this property is perfect. There's five acres of, of open land right alongside wow. the road." And so what we did is we built a fifteen thousand square foot training facility on wow. that property. Now. Little things that I learned when I was at the college is that mm-hmm. when you're doing hands-on labs, like you're running air conditioners, you know, they pull so much power. Right. So when we brought in the electricity, the wall receptacles in the classrooms, every wall receptacle has its very own circuit breaker. Now think about it at your house. When you trip a circuit breaker, don't you normally lose a few receptacles? Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Because three or four of those circuit breakers are tied to the same circuit breaker. Right, right. Okay. Well, we set it up to where every receptacle has its own circuit breaker. So that way you could take that lab and regardless what you bring in, you can plug in and get things to work. Wow. Okay. And so we have built three classrooms that way, put big screen televisions in the whiteboard. Projectors are okay, but you need crisp, clear Mm -hmm. pictures. Mm -hmm. And then... Then we set up all these hands-on labs. And the industry's been really, really supportive. I mean, the, one of the distribution companies called NTP, they supply most of the mm-hmm. parts and stuff for a lot of the dealers. They called me and they said, look, we'd like to support you. Money's not always available, but would you be willing to take parts that maybe got bumped, damaged, returned from freight? We said, perfect. sure. Perfect, perfect. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah. next, next thing we know, we have eight trucks Eight trucks pull up with refrigerators, these four-door refrigerators that you see in these big motorhomes. Wow. And I'm just thinking, this cannot be. Air conditioners, and this is stuff that had been returned or had been dropped, or maybe somebody poked it with a forklift. Yeah, it has like a, a dent or, yeah. The yeah. scratch and dent sale scratch came and dent. That's to what Cooper. I'm trying to think of. Exactly. That I is mean, so cool. That like is cool. Christmas, but you know, NTP it's did like that Christmas. for us. <laughs> it was. I mean, because that's one of the hardest things is having enough stuff for the technicians to work on. Yes, because like you said, reading it in a textbook just doesn't do it. Exactly. It doesn't do it. Exactly. They and need to get their hands on it, mess up, and then get it right. Mm-hmm. And Well, and they blow stuff up too. So well, <laughs> I mean, not everybody gets it the first time. Exactly. Okay, what's the funniest story that's happened so far? I need a great story from classrooms that you went, oh my, we didn't anticipate that. Can you think of one? No, I better not tell you that one. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> think of the second funniest. <laughs> the first safe to share. How about if I kind of get off task here a little bit? Okay. Okay. You need to go to the men's room. Okay. At the what? big red, we call it the big red schoolhouse. Okay. Now the big red schoolhouse was patterned after the, where the Clydesdales are housed in Missouri. Okay, so like a big barn? A big red barn. 
Cool. All we need is the Clydesdales, and it would look just like it. Lady E was the one that came up with this because I was prepared just to have a big metal building. She said, "Oh no, well, no, no." Ah, so you gotta have so a you little... got a Budweiser barn. Exactly. Budweiser I barn. love that. So if somebody will donate us a big fiberglass Clydesdale. We'll put him out front if they want to. You know. All right. Did y'all hear right. that? We're Whoever's looking... got a giant fiberglass Clydesdale. Is that a thing? What? That's not a thing. Sure, they are. Nothing. <laughs> is it okay if he has like a big Budweiser sign on him? It's a scratch and dent Clydesdale. <laughs> PJ wants an excuse to go to a round top. Yeah. <laughs> go, no, no, we found some great things there. Go yeah. junk in that round, uh, round top, possible. Texas. That's okay. right. Now, I will tell you, if you go into the men's room, the urinals are extremely unique. Oh, dear. Okay. In my younger years, I had been known to drink quite a bit of stuff out of the beer kegs. Okay. You know, a volume of it. Well, all the urinals are beer kegs. They're they your beer kegs that you? No, no. I found a guy. No? In, I found a guy in Connecticut that makes those, and he ships three of those in. So we hung them on the wall. That is probably the number one thing that people go in. We actually give tours through the bathroom. Stop it! Yeah. Stop it! There's something not right, and yet very right about that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you sounded so sane up until now. But yet, but, I don't know. But wait, there's more. <laughs> what happened? There's, oh, more. there's more. There's more. What, Shit, are the, wow. what are the sinks made out of? <laughs> Urinals. Well, Lady E went to Tractor Supply and bought these galvanized tubs. Uh huh. And those are the sinks. Nice. And the faucets. Well, so you got a theme. Got a theme. Now. Yeah. Beer and wash tubs. No, there metal, metal, metal cans. Now, I was raised on a oh. dairy growing up. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah? Yes. And so I got Farm to look at over these journals. It's kind of a little dark. It doesn't have enough light. So mm -hmm. what I have found, I had brought in, and we're going to be installing here very shortly, some of these milking, they call them the claw. You know, where you put them <gasps> the, on the The metal yeah. things that go onto the udders? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And we're going <laughs> to hang those up over the urinals and have lights coming out of them. I'm like embarrassed for you. Like it's just. I mean, I just can't think of anything. Also, to I say. really want to see it. Also, I, I really want to come see it. So I think you need a cow out front with a Budweiser sign. A Clydesdale horse painted like a cow. Yeah. Can you give me a windmill too? I mean, since we're making demands, I mean. Okay. All right. Anybody gonna donate? Anybody work for Budweiser? Anybody got an in with Budweiser? We need you. Did, does Budweiser know they have a Clydesdale look-alike house? We haven't shared it with them yet. Oh, come on. Well, Clint will tag Budweiser on. on this podcast. <laughs> All right. They're about to know. We're, we're, we're going to get I'm sure you. Budweiser cares about our podcast. But uh, I tell you what, if Budweiser donates something, we will drive down there personally and podcast from your Clydesdale. Now we'll have to from your bathroom. 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 We'll set you up. We'll fill in the blank. And you know, utterly amazing. Do not hook me up. I knew you were going to do that. Do not hook me up. Okay. You know, one of the one of the unique things that happened when we bought this RV park, we didn't know it, but fiber optics was right there at the front gate. Perfect. So now we have high speed internet. We are in the middle of of almost Austin. And we don't have fiber optics. We have internet dropouts daily. We still have telephone <laughs> poles across the front of our property. <laughs> I am not kidding you. It is the craziest okay. thing. So, you know, we could do it either in the bathroom or we could do it in the atrium. Eveda has this giant ceiling fan that looks like a windmill. You ever seen one of those? Yeah, a big-ass fan? Oh, is yeah. a big-ass fan? Oh, no. This is looks that what like, they're called? This mm -hmm. looks like a windmill. A now, windmill on its side? Yeah. It's like they took the blades off. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of I, turning where it would be vertical that she laid it yeah. horizontal. So now. Yeah, I've so seen So we can those. do it in it's there. Very cool. Oh, no. Bathroom. 
<laughs> okay. All right. Um, RV technicians. <laughs> okay. Wait, where were we? Lindsay digresses. Okay. <laughs> I have a question. Another okay. question. All right. Um, okay. So you've got all these classes. I can learn to be a certified technician. I can learn to be an inspector. Or as a consumer, I can just go and take a one-week class and learn the general idea of how everything works in a little troubleshooting, That's right? exactly right. But what if I can't go to Athens, Texas? Well, wait, there's more. What? <laughs> we happen to have what we call the home study option. Okay. And while we were traveling, we videoed every class that I did, and then they kind of went through the best of the best. And what we did is we put it on a thumb drive. And so the same books that we use in the class are the same books we use with the home study option. So you have this big thumb drive with all these courses on there. And we broke them up into about eight to 12 minutes in length. So that way you can watch it maybe during a lunch break or whatever. Right. And so we sell that for 397 bucks. And so that way people can stay at home. Maybe they don't have internet or high speed internet. They can play this, all this, and just play it over and over. Now, the beautiful thing about it, I need them to get to the school if at all possible. So what we do is we put a coupon in there and that coupon's worth 300 bucks applied to another class. So those of you that are thinking about this, is it okay if I just say, hey, what tag name should we use for people to be able to get a discount? RV Small, Small Talk. Talk. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll tell you what we'll do, folks. If you want to order the home study option. So if you can't come to class, mm-hmm. I understand. Because sometimes it's hard to break unless you get a vacation or something. Yeah. If you want to do this with the home study option, we'll sell you the home study option. And then we'll give you, if you'll put in the, the small talk. RV small talk. Okay. Then what we'll do is we'll gift them back 10%. Oh, wow. Okay. It, yeah. it is so important that people know how to use the equipment. Yes, it really understand is. it. You spent this much time researching the trailer that you want. You spent this much money buying the trailer you want. Now, make a little investment to understand mm-hmm. what you have, mm-hmm. how to maintain it, how to keep its value. You know, just get the most out of it. Why not? Okay. Yes. Now, let me ask you a question, wow. PJ, in terms of financing. Yes. Will your lenders let you roll in that education into a loan? You know, uh, probably not. What a Debbie Downer. Well, uh, you know, (laughs) lenders want something that they can repossess. Oh. That makes sense. You can't say $400 is for this class. What you can do, what a dealer could do is say, if you buy this trailer... I will throw in this class for free. Mm-hmm. So that could be a negotiating point with a dealer. What if, if it's you a will buy this gold-plated USB drive? I've got some. I got spray paint. They can repossess that. I got some spray paint. I got some spray paint. Bedazzle. Yeah. So okay. yeah, it could be a negotiating okay. point. What it can't be is an add-on value because okay. it's not actually part of the rig. But you know, I think it's something that that you could actually think about when you're buying i mean 397 dollars that's nothing. nothing and you know what because it takes so much more time and effort for you to do the week-long class at your training um it's still a tremendous value you are there and it's how much is the week-long class when i'm there okay if you came if i it, came to the class it'd be 16, the basic class it'd be 1644 1644. So 1644 is the class. 
So but and, you get, and you get the hands-on hands part of it. On. That's what yeah. I was about yeah. to say. Yeah. yeah. I get to take it apart and say, wow, then I put it back together. I get to kind of learn the basics. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the other thing about it is that for one year from the time that you graduate, or you take that five-day class, you can come back and take that class again as a do-over and it not cost you anything. I what? can take it twice. You can take it twice. Because what I find is the more repetition, the more we retain. And that's just, yeah, that's a known fact is it takes a few times. I mean, you're going to learn so much in the class, but if you forget, you can come back. Exactly. When you now, travel wow. through Texas this year on vacation, I can pay for the class. And then next year when I come through again, I can do it for free. Exactly. All I- and I get $300 off. If I bought the one that I get to refer to all the time. There you go. Guys, it's education. Yeah. Wow. And and, and for this industry to really expand like we need to, we need our consumers. We need our customers to know how this equipment works. I mean, the RV business is is one of the most unique industries I've ever met. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we just don't train our customers well enough. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, in their defense, yes. When you are presented with so much information... Our walkthrough on a new trailer takes an hour. If you give somebody one hour of then That's you true. can't remember all that. That's but true. if I my water heater or my furnace won't come on and I can put in and say, I'm gonna look at this section that I have That's huge. from the mm-hmm. training and I'm gonna look at, at the furnace part and try to figure out what might be happening it really here. feels like a no-brainer if you it, have an rv new, old or new new or old doesn't matter if you have that thumb drive with you then you really can feel empowered that's true even on even during your travels just take it with you in your laptop mm-hmm. now can i download it it is protected so you won't be able to download it okay but i mean you, as long as you have it you keep plugging it in okay now before we got online here there was a couple that came up while clint and i were sitting here uh-huh. and they were sharing with me they had been to the class and he was sharing with me in two separate situations his neighbors had some problems and he helped them troubleshoot because wow. like he told me he said i'm yeah. taking care of mine and i also help these other two people in that right. cool that it is, is cool. very cool <laughs> it's cool to know things um Wow. Yeah. So you said that RV inspectors, there's kind of a demand for them. Is it the same for RV techs? Like you couldn't believe. I mean, like you guys, couldn't you use probably about three or four more techs? Hundred. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's that way across the country. Every dealership. We average usually four to five e- emails or phone calls from mm-hmm. dealers across the country asking, hey, do you have any techs that you can send me? Like I've got a garage full of them. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're serious. So, and, and they're saying, like, relocate them to me. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. And we've got some dealers are even to the point say, look, if you find one that you think a young man or young lady that's sharp, mm-hmm. I'll pay for them to go to school that first week. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think it's amazing to have such a resource. You can help absolutely anybody anywhere who wants to know anything about an RV. I... I have learned so much from you over the years, even on just some of the small things. It's it's just incredible. You're a great service to every person in the RV industry. Thank you, PJ. By the way, thank you for the RV. It truly. Oh, jeez. You know, people don't realize, but it's those things that make it work. Well, I think we all need to know more and support the industry. And that's why I did that, because we all need to support it. But. Right now, I think every RVer ought to invest $397. Yeah. 
to to get a thumb drive that's going to teach them the basics of it their RV. It might be the sharpest tool I mean, in the it's shed. Just, really? That's just amazing mm-hmm. value. Mm-hmm. So very cool. Tell us again where they can go to see all of your stuff and what you do. If you go to the nrva.com, stands for National RV Training Academy. NRV, I'm sorry, I said that wrong. You did. NRVTA. N-R-V-T-A. All right, I pulled it up. So those who are live streaming or seeing the live stream, you can see it right now. But if you're listening, nrvta.com. And it will be in our show notes at rvsmalltalk.com. Right. And it sounds like we have some sort of a special promotion going on. If you listen to this podcast, you will get... 10%. 10% discount on a study at home class. So there's a coupon code. What we're going to ask you to do is remember, we're going to put in RV small talk, right? That's right. So that way we when, know when where they it came check from. out. When well, it asks when right. you, how you heard about it, you put in RV small talk. That's correct. And at the end of the month, they send checks out. It's well, awesome. What we do is when we send the return, send them a check once they've paid for it. What mm-hmm. we have found is sometimes people order it and then cancel. And you mm-hmm. think, why would you cancel? Well, that's not honest. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Very Sounds good. Sounds great. All right. Well, I tell you what, Terry oh, Cooper. Cooper. <laughs> Will you come back and see us sometime? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. We could I'd we could it. talk about all kinds of stuff. Lots I'll, of angles. I want a podcast from the bathroom. So Maybe not so much bathroom. You need to work time. on that Budweiser. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's your job to get a Clydesdale now. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll start with paper mache. <laughs> See what we can do. Thank Thanks you for, for joining, joining us. us. Bye-bye, See you guys. next time. Bye Jinx. Y'all. Jinx. <laughs> I know that the big push is to get information into RV owners' hands wherever they are, but after talking to the Texas RV professor, um, I I kind of actually want to go to his facilities and do the whole, how many is it, three days, five days training? Five, five days. days. And I, I do too. It sounds really, I don't know, really well, fun. There's, there's a campground right there. Right. You just park your trailer, sign up, spend the whole week with them. How fun is that? So it's it's, it's it a little bit great. of a resort, a little bit of a, uh, a place where you can just get away from it all. But you can also go invest in this thing that you do. All these outings. Or learn a new trade. Well, I mean, yeah. if you wanted to learn how to be an RV technician. Or, an, or as he spoke about, an RV inspector. And or apparently an RV inspector. there's a major need in all categories dealing with technician I mean, or inspector or what have you. RVs are the future. They're yeah. like houses yeah. on wheels. I mean, when we get to the point <laughs> that, that we are, you know, space going RVs, like in space balls. Space going. Like, yes. like a Winnebago with. With the rough. With wings. Yes. I'm there, Clint. I am there. PJ. I'm not there. <laughs> white eyes, I like, just want to go camp in Athens, Texas and hang out with Terry Cooper for a week Go to his class and then in the evening camp, hang out by my fire and barbecue and think about all the great things I learned and then go back and chat with him all day the next day. Well, I mean, we've don't left our, aren't our viewers looking for events, places sure. to go, things to do? How fun would this be? You can travel and camp on the mm-hmm. way there and then camp on the way 
back home. Yeah, no, we left someone out. Probably the sweetest person in the world. Oh, I know. Lady E. Yes. But Lady E is going to be on our podcast on another day. We're going to snag her. Yeah, her real name is Aveda, and that's Terry's wife, and she has a. She's a great cook. She does all kinds of talks about kitchens mm-hmm. because she has uh, even done books on RV kitchens and what to take and how to organize it and how she plans it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, she's just a wealth of information there, too. So. So a perfect place to go, a perfect reason to go. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you can make the time to make a trip and whatever, sign up for that that week long course. Yeah. If you just go to NRVTA. Dot com. You'll be able to yep. see all the times, all the courses. Now, they have specialized ones, of course, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I think every RVer should at least try to get the basics. But, you know, I know that is our sponsor now is talking about his at-home course. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I don't know. He's just a cool guy that's been helping RVers for a long, long time time right and since our out is basically talking about the same thing we do want to thank again terry cooper and the national rv training academy for sponsoring this episode we won't go too much more in depth because you heard an entire podcast about it but wonderful guy wonderful people awesome opportunity so we really recommend his study at home course. You can get it online. You can get it on a USB. You can watch it over and over whenever you want at your leisure. And right now you actually get 10% off if you use the promo code RVSmallTalk on the website nrvta.com. So just click on courses, check out their home study course. It is very, very neat option. And don't worry about it being over your head. I love the way Terry makes everything easy and approachable. Anybody can learn the basics of their RV. NRVTA.com. All right. PJ, we have a, a camping trip on this calendar for you very soon. That's down right. To Big Bend. You get to go to Big Bend. Mm-hmm. Lindsay, you're going to get something on the calendar right away because I mean, we have convinced you the weather's yeah, perfect. Yeah, ca- camping's in my head. Now we just have to make it happen. Okay, so everyone stay tuned. Camping is going to ensue. Camping. In three. While potty training. Two. <laughs> two. <laughs> PJ, what color of paint chip are you eating today? I think I'm going to go with turquoise. It feels very vibrant. I I was actually going similar with periwinkle. Periwinkle. Well, Mm -hmm. I knew we had things in common. Mm -hmm. We're both kind of in the blue-green family. Welcome to RV Small Talk. (laughs) (laughs) Lindsay is all plaid today. Very small talk. (laughs) She's gone plaid. Um, Ludicrous speed. She's gone plaid. And later, she'll comb the desert. What? Ah. I hate yogurt. (laughs) Yogurt. (laughs) Strawberry. (laughs) We've been jammed. Lone Star. Raspberry.